Good morning, pilgrims and travelers on the funny path of life. 7.49 and living very quiet and sleepy. San Juan de Villa Pañada where Again, had a very quiet night, and I still have it with me. Uh, even just that silly observation, you know, I mean, you've had dog barking and things like that, but it's, it is so different than traffic noise, than just the urbanization, or, you know, than so many things and uh, yeah to me it just affects me so differently uh, and I can feel it I can feel my my blood pulsating slower calmer more peaceful anyway wonderful it's an overcast morning, it just, it's wonderful. And here I'm passing by this little field here where this calf is just suckling on his, oh, am I going the wrong way? Okay, I guess I, uh... hmm. Okay, 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 oh, okay, I don't have to go back. All right, all right, all right, I thought I had to go back all the way. No, I don't have to. <clears throat> oh, and there is a, a pilgrim catching up with me. So there were two uh, two women uh, sharing the albergue with me. A very, very cute young Spanish who reminded me of uh, of somebody. And uh, hold on a second here. As I am. Okay, here we go. Okay. Uh, just anyway, adorable young one, and then actually turned out to be a French woman too. Uh, more in my ballpark. And but yesterday I, uh, I definitely was in a quiet mood, and I, I did stick up to my guns, and uh, I was pretty. I mean, I, I acknowledged that, but that was it. Didn't do anything else. Uh, Domingo came back. Uh, Later, it was around eight o'clock. I see the kitty. Oh, you look like. <laughs> Anywho. Domingo came, I did the check-in, you know, uh, anyway, but it was wonderful, the place was wonderful, sorry, I'm, let me slow down here for a second, so yeah, Domingo came in, very sweet, he ended up giving me another one of those uh, yellow arrow that you pin to your, with a safety pin, you know, glued to that uh, 
yellow arrow. So that's my second one being given to me. So I'm going to be looking at uh, finding people to to give those to. Uh, and uh, yeah, I realize those things just don't don't make sense. I'm going to keep the sculpture from Amadou, which I may see, you know, again, when I walk back on a north, but that's, I think, about the only one that I want to carry. So let me look for opportunities to to pass those along to somebody else. So anyway, quiet afternoon, took a nice stroll where I did the recording, the previous one. And... Uh, I found this series called Blackbird about this uh, drug dealer that ended up being offered a deal to try to get a confession from a serial, well, from an alleged serial killer, I guess. A uh, strange character. Anywho, and uh, it's an Apple series, and it's just now aired his third episode, and uh, really enjoyed it. So I ended up watching that on the on the phone yesterday because I realized, you know, I had done my reading and I did a little, you know, language studying. And, uh, but then I was like, yeah, I'm just want to chill now. And, uh, you know, watching, uh, <clears throat> watching something. And I do like those kind of docu-series, you know, things based on kind of real life. I have a lot of trouble with the fiction, fiction, fiction. I just find it so cliche and overdone and uh, that it's not enjoyable. But uh, yeah, this one is nice, well done, really enjoyed. Looking forward to, I guess, the next few installments. And uh, well done, well done, Apple. This is a well done piece. The acting is, uh, it's okay. You know, I would call it decent. The most interesting is actually a funder. The guy playing the serial killer, I think he's actually doing an interesting job, kind of uh, portraying that character. But anyway, so watch that before going into sleep. Like I said, well, I was pretty confident that those two ladies. Well, yes. Uh, um, that it was not going to be any snoring. Sorry, I just passed this lady in the blue house. And there was not, so it was very, very quiet. <laughs> I got up to pee at one point, and when the the young Spaniard lady was actually coming back from the bathroom, so as I sat up on my bunk bed, I could see a thong, you know, that she was wearing going back to bed. And, uh, yes, of course, you know, it... It did get my imagination going a little bit, but I think it's uh, it's lighter. It doesn't go as far, you know, and I don't get hooked on it so much because, you know, it's this objectification, you know, of that, of, of sexuality, you know, of making into uh, some kind of status, some kind of an image, you know, meaning if it is that, if looking at a beautiful woman somehow it implies that fucking it's going to be greater but uh, i would dare to disagree even though i'm struggling with that silly fact but i disagree you know 
I think that somebody with whom kind of more of an interior uh, chemistry would be going on, that would make the, the physical union and intimacy way more powerful. I feel confident, more and more confident with each passing day. And uh, anyhow, for what it's worth. But um, but it was, you know, it was cute. She has, she has a, she's a, definitely a long-legged uh, woman. And her face reminded me, so I didn't talk yesterday, but this morning I was like, your face seems familiar. But she's from Santander. And, uh, from the few things I could gather, there was a, she may have been kind of one of those, maybe so typical, uh, cute Spanish faces. And then the, the other ladies from Brittany, Normandy, and basically the northwest of, uh, of France. And uh, turn out her husband doesn't like to walk. And they are doing a vacation staggering, you know, the staggering, the vacation. And they're all taking it at different time so they can keep the business open. And so there she is, doing El Primitivo. So my last encounter. But I did suggest, you know, Bodenaya. And uh, I, for sure, well, I would suggest Casa Sanchez too, in Grandas de Salime. I really think it's such a cool space. But of course, you know, uh, to each his own, you know, what I considered a great experience actually in Grandas de Salime. For some other people, you know, to be with a bunch of other people could be way more enjoyable than to just chill and be quiet. And the quiet is uh, really what I uh, I like most if I had to choose. So, <coughs> anyhow, so I had a nice quiet routine. Nobody was up when I did all my stuff, which I was in a... Uh, kitchen slash uh, dining room, so everybody would have been fine anyway. Well, actually, it's always fine anyway. And then, uh, then yeah, they chat a little bit with them. I was more, I guess, I was more social this morning. So we'll see. I guess you know, I'm not going to try to. <clears throat> okay. Oh, I guess. No, I'm going the wrong way. Shit, I was about to make the wrong turn. Okay, this is it. Okay, good. So, anywho, so it's a beautiful morning. I thought I was going to be out by about 7. You know, it's uh, it's about 35, close to 35k today. But uh, no, it's you know, close to 8. But, uh, <laughs> but feel great. Uh, like I say, it feels it's kind of calmness. Of course, uh, the, the body feels great. Uh, it feels almost as if my feet are really expressing the gratitude of being taken care of. You know, yesterday I, I soaked my, my feet in, uh, uh, this kind of like a trash can, which was a bucket, 
in the ladies' bathroom, which was big enough. So I took it, put some water, and then the hot water from the pasta after cooking them. So got a little warmer water, and then soaked them to kind of uh, use a pumice stone and keep keep working at it. You know, still have some uh, some hard hard heels that I need to keep uh, refining and. Uh, <coughs> And so, you know, spent some time sitting, I was reading, and I forgot what else I was doing. And then treated it and creamed them, and I creamed them in the morning. So at least two, sometimes three times a day, I will apply some moisturizing cream for the cracked heel. And uh, they've just felt wonderful lately. It's like, like I am actually walking in slippers, you know, so when you have... Uh, you know, when you have people, when you look at people's feet, so many people have so many problems, and to me it feels like, uh, yeah, like the walking is just wonderful. Hello. Anyway, there is my first uh, pilgrim going his way. <coughs> I guess it was a guy from, oh, I guess I'm going to get the crowd maybe from Grado. A uh, few of the late one. Oh yeah, because they are burger. I forgot. Is it six? I think it's six thirty. The breakfast. So yeah, I should be. I should be coming across a few of those guys. Kind of funny, huh? Familiar. <laughs> this Camino feels already. You know, I. Yeah, I guess I am definitely a Camino guy. Anywho, for what it's worth. So, going to Coyoto, to this albergue that I was told, and uh, and then of course I have Amandi, so definitely something that I have in my bullseyes, you know, in my mirror, with my magnifying glass. I saw a bunch of about Pilar yesterday, I think I had kind of a... Uh, Longing, you know, for intimacy to hold on, and of course, she's the one person, you know, that uh, <clears throat> that fit that bill. She's my real McCoy, and uh, but no, you know, no, no sadness. I mean, none of that, you know, no feeling sorry or why not. You know, it's all good. Just kind of being aware of it and being like it's okay you know this is what i'm feeling now you know and it kind of makes sense you know if you are if there's something that you feel is missing in your life or you're having a hard time or you know longing for something you will i think naturally and automatically visualize something someone or place you know that that kind of encompass that idea of what you are lacking, or you feel you're lacking, or you're needing, or you're craving. And then you will just project it. Because like I said, I, I don't have a... You know, I don't ha I, I'm not hooked into a future right now. So the future is not actually that interesting to me. You know, it is part of it. It's kind of like going to take a shit, you know. It's, yeah, it's something one does, but that's it. You know, it's it's not more than that. 
and you know getting to appreciate i guess who my the understanding of who i am at this point in time you know how i naturally am and then instead of trying to embellish it you know and yeah to just uh to just letting it that be and realizing you know, actually i really am on the I'm on the quiet side when it comes to uh, and that there is not a lot in the world that really uh, pierce my soul with its hook. There is really not much. Sometimes it's more of the thought that, oh, maybe I should like that. Or, you know, kind of like what happened in Bodhinaya, thinking, you know, ooh, I would want more than that. Meaning if the experience was good, when I, I would want to repeat it. And I'm like, no, not really. The fact that it was a great experience is just that. That it was enjoyable, that it was meaningful. They mean, There may be a mini, possibly a mini graving of kind of letting that go, you know, of releasing the hold and maybe not even that much maybe just a recognition that I was like that was nice you know and sometime when you go down memory lane you know reminiscing about it but that's it you know the fact that it was something nice doesn't make it something you want to repeat necessarily and I think maybe learning to differentiate that <coughs> and uh and I think I am, uh, maybe I'm kind of learning, you know, to kind of uh, what, uh, hold on. Hold on lightly, you know, to not get caught up into the senses or to not take them that seriously, that they are not that important. <laughs> Of course, that they matter and they affect you, but uh, the idea of you know the attraction and the repulsion, revulsion, are both erroneous. Meaning, they don't have anything to do with happiness. I mean, they have a value, and maybe I, I still have time to, or I still need time to to explore their meaning. You know, how to integrate them into my life, how to Tetris them, you know, where will they fit, but that that you can get lost in it, you know, that, that uh, kind of like a drug phenomena, because of what it feels like, the assumption is, therefore, it must be, and I'm not sure I believe that, you know. Uh, even though, you know, the the feeling of, or the quality of the feeling is, uh, is important, reflects something, you know, symbolizes something, it is not by default it. I think it's kind of like a collateral, or a side effect, collateral damage, I was going to say, but it sounds bad. Uh, you know that it's side effect it's 
it just kind of lets you know but it's not it it's not in, in and of itself it is something that just kind of it's a byproduct kind of like uh, when you make miso you know you get that uh, teriyaki you get that juice that kind of overflow and then you can still make something very nice about it but the point is you were making miso you're not making teriyaki it's just something that comes out of it it's goodness coming out of goodness anyhow yes we'll be making a right in 50 meters so you know onward i go i think maybe learning to tread more lightly you know and not be not be so hooked let's see if this big dog will come Come here. Come here. Come here. Here we come. No, you don't want to come. All right. <coughs> anywho. Anywho, anywho, anywho. So, walking my way back toward Grado. And then uh, I guess I will have a, a little time with no not much traffic of pilgrims. And I've seen a few. Yeah, it's going to be a very cool morning. We have actually rain in the forecast for tomorrow, to give you an idea. You know, as I am uh, going back toward the coast. Yeah. So really a great, a great time to, yeah, to do those Caminos and North and Primitivo and Lebanigo, all of those is the summer. That's really amazing weather. And kind of a way to avoid like the heat i guess if i was in uh, living in sevilla i think that would be very appealing to come up north and i think it's not as crowded anyway obviously people flock to the beaches you know to what the, the south has to offer and also in galicia you have a lot of well-known beaches and uh, i think the mountain do not necessarily appear quite as much it's it's just not quite the, it doesn't trend but it's just wonderful you know to to get away from that oppressing heat i think they were talking like 40 close to between 45 and 50 degrees in sevilla my goodness i can imagine that you know voilà. anyhow so my, uh, my, my pace is uh, definitely nice and brisk already this morning. <coughs> so, but feeling great. The body really feels refreshed. We'll see what, uh, we'll see what comes of it. So what else, what else do I have to dish out this morning? Outside of uh, discerning, discernment about what's important, what not, about not getting lost, remaining aware, you know. I was talking to this lady, talking about uh, uh, at work that day in Hospitales. And I've mentioned two, three times the experience because, 
and it was true you know you, uh, it was tough you know it was cold the wind was blowing it was wet uh, and there was poor visibility which meant you had to pay attention you know it was like there was no way no way you could uh, you know be listening to something or you get maybe getting distracted so you were just there so you were forced nature was pressuring you to really be present and so your mind was really in terms of dealing with what was at hand and it was challenging you know cold wet poor visibility but kind of like i've mentioned you know kind of like the The, cross, uh, the walk across the Pyrenees, it's a fond memory. Now, it's one that, stand the test, that will stand the test of time more than all those beautiful, cool, or sunny, breezy days uh, that I've had so many of them, and which at the time, hola, uh, you know, feel more enjoyable. And then you're like, wow, those just don't, uh, yeah, they don't cut the mustard the same. Anyhow, and this morning is just a wonderfully fresh, cool, you know, perfect like morning, you know, short t-shirt and you just like, oh, oh my goodness, wonderful. Almost feel like you're in an air-conditioned room, you know. Anyway, just wonderful. And, oh, I remember, actually, this one reminds me of Navarrete, when I left to go back up in a Basque country, and uh, how the landscape changed and became so beautiful, and, uh, well, pretty much I had almost the whole scene to myself. Uh, anyhow. But, yes, this has been really primitivo. This is a beautiful trail and it definitely would not hurt my feelings to to do it again to do it again and somehow as i am saying those words the image of david came up from bodenaya i don't th i think i might have mentioned it that you know this is going to be his last year and i think he's been here eight years and they're going to be looking for another place i'm sure i have mentioned it and as i'm thinking about maybe doing this Camino. Well, I mean, not thinking of doing it again, but it was like, yeah, I would definitely be up to do it again because it's a beautiful Camino. It really is, you know. Uh, yeah, it really is. It'd be nice to be, you know, two, three times longer because, well, even more so if I was just to start from Oviedo, it's really, it really is a short Camino. To me, anyway, two weeks is... <laughs> it's kind of hard to express, you know, as I'm... This is officially my fourth month. Feels like yesterday when I started my third month. Crazy. But uh, it takes a while for you to get into, or to for me at least, to get into that zone of... Uh, being in that nature, getting into that rhythm, you know, the routine and the, the physicality of it. And yeah, just kind of feel like you're sliding into that slot smoothly and effortlessly. 
and uh, you know sometimes it's kind of tricky to to be aware of that you know to realize how I fought lately you know every morning I uh, you know I get up and I do those things and like you know I was kind of thinking today because of being a longer day but wanting to to start on the earlier bracket than I actually did but uh, but then it was like no you know I really I did a lot more of the languages I I wanted to keep doing it and uh, yeah and being like of course it's gonna be fine you know even if the weather was going to be bad or you know, being in the summertime, I'm not looking at dodging those bullets as much as if when it was going to get cold, you know, when you have those shorter days. Uh, but, yeah, it's all good. I mean, I'm getting up at 5, you know. Yesterday uh, yesterday was uh, an anomaly, you know, the getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning. But that turned out to be, you know, such a ridiculously even shorter day than I thought when I arrived here in uh, San Juan de Villa Pañada. But, uh, and actually this morning I almost kind of was like, oh, I could have slept, I could have slept more. I could have slept a little more. But, uh, anyhow. And I still have, you know, I still have today on the, on the Primitivo to enjoy. Oh, there's the cult. Suckling. Suckling is mama. Yeah. Anywho. <coughs> yeah, life, the pastoral life, just keeps going. Anywho. Anything else on my mind? So I've mentioned Blackbird. Uh, oh, that's what's his name? Ray Liotta is uh, is in that movie, and actually, I guess he died May twenty sixth. If I if I remember well, what they said on the third episode, they basically put a note about him. So they kind of I guess he didn't finish that series. I don't know if he was gonna it was supposed to be in that script anymore. But another guy by the dust, good fellows, one of my favorite. Uh, uh, Martin Scorsese movie, Relayera. Okay, it's been kind of uh, in a lot of those kind of uh, mafia kind of movie. But, uh, yeah, we all go back to dust. Yeah, all our self-importance, ephemeral self-importance, what we think, you know, makes us who we are. And of course, I don't believe that because I'm not an atheist. So I don't believe that that's all there is to it. And maybe I'm wrong, but it doesn't matter in the end. It doesn't matter whether I'm wrong or right because, like I say, this is just the lemonade, the Kool-Aid that uh, I can drink to try to make sense. And it's irrelevant in the end. All the all there is is one of the S. Yeah. Um, Salas, Salas. <laughs> and this woman looking at me like, 
uh, <laughs> and I say sellout, which is actually the other way, which is of course a regular Camino. And she looked at me like, huh, what, what? And then, oh, I had a, I had a thing yesterday again with two Amer, they were American, if I'm not mistaken. And again, just to be clear, as I'm passing this mile marker here, you have the shell and you have a yellow arrow. So all the pilgrims, they have everything on their side in terms of being sure that they're on the right Camino. It is very well marked. And so they're looking at me, and then I realize when people make a comment to me about where I am, there's a part of them that doubts, that kind of wonders, oh, am I going the wrong way? Look at this guy. Maybe he knows something I don't. And so I started, you know, and I have some kind of cute line, kind of like saying, oh, yeah, you're joking, right? And I have, of course, oh, shit, well, speaking of, I was going the wrong way here. Okay, thank you, uh, Mappy. Okay. I think this is it. And, uh, and so I got them going a little bit. And it was it was just very funny to you know to see that. Yes, I know, I got you. Thank you very much, Matty. You're doing an amazing job. And uh, so yeah, I got those guys going. So it's it's interesting. I think I'm I'm kind of seeing the psychological portrait of the gullibility or the suggestibility of some people who are prone to doubt, you know, or look at those things, those anomalies, and somehow most wanting them to be the rule. Anywho, I'm not sure how much more I'll be doing of that, but I have a feeling more. It's kind of interesting, you know. And I guess to finish this bit, this grabbing session, you know, something that I'm also interesting interested in exploring is um, how we'll keep expressing my individuality the relativity of it with people in the albergue on the camino and that congruency that integrity because i do feel like i have work to do that uh, there are still many many times where I'm not really being authentic, authentic. And of course that is relative, but you know, we all have our understanding of the day. And then it feels like I am not quite up to par. My software is not uh, quite updated. So looking forward to, to see how that's gonna come along. And on that note, my friend, I think I will uh, uh, let you go for now. Wishing you a beautiful day as I am closing the chapter on the Camino Primitivo and uh, we'll talk later. Well, well, well. I guess I didn't think about charging the phone, so my battery is at around 41. Not bad. I just now left Hospedaria de Oviedo. I went to see Cobadonga uh, and Maria. They're adorable. They're my little angels of uh, uh, Oviedo. 
Okay, there's no question. I have to come back here. This is where we'd come and stay. Anyway, they're adorable. Really, very nice. Met uh, uh, Son Sole, uh, a pilgrim who just completed the festival from Uruguay. Studied in Uruguay. And then met Abbas from Senegal, who's been living in Spain for 10 years and who works with the husband of Kubadonga. Uh, anyway. And he had a, he had kind of a tight muscle between his left shoulder blade, so I showed him some, some things to do and they had some kind of like rosemary alcohol, so I put some of that and, you know, we just chatted, so sweet guy. Anyway, it was interesting too, that was, that was kind of strange now that I think about, um, he made a strange comment like, uh, like a, I'm a wise man, which was like, it made no sense to me because I'm like, he doesn't know me at all. It was like, there is a say, there's a Spanish say that, uh, nunca, uh, no, no, nunca se acostará sin aprender algo más, something like that, which means you never go to bed without learning something new, which I took it to mean, you know, people who are curious. And that is true, but I'm like, how the fuck are you getting that from? Anyway, it was very interesting. Uh, it was a strange comment that he kind of took me off, really. But anyway, that's very sweet guy. It was like, uh, yeah, very very socially comfortable. You know, sweet uh, sweet uh, smile. Uh, it made me think of uh, actually it made me think of Pilar because Pilar has a has a thing with black body. She really found them beautiful. And he definitely was, uh, you know, when he took off his shirt when I kind of showed him some stretches and, and when I massaged behind his left shoulder blade, uh, he definitely was uh, a tall, strong black man. Yes, so I'm about four kilometers now that I'm leaving uh, Oviedo to go to Coyoto. Which is actually a find at the hometown of uh, of Mari of uh, Kubadonga. That's where she's from. So you know, very very close to Oviedo. So where I'm told that albergue, which I have a reservation anyway. So I guess it's I've been about two hours. Um, it doesn't feel that long, but a good hour anyway. In in Oviedo, so it was kind of nice, you know, to go see people. That I've only met once, and uh, it was nice to be in a place where my company, you know, is enjoyed. My silliness, my goofiness is, I think, is viewed for what it is. You know, I think when all is said and done, it's what it comes down to. You know, it is not making fun of people. You know, yes, I'm a spin doctor, yes, I'm a trickster. You know, and I, I, do, I do know that. Uh, in terms of uh, uh, when things get serious, you know, people kind of start to believe something that they are taking themselves seriously. Not that I don't, but when they do, that I have a tendency to just uh, spin that on its head. Without thinking, you know, it's really natural. And uh, I actually don't know what to think of it, because the fact that to me it's an issue, or it matters, it doesn't have anything to do with anybody else. So there's a part of it that's a little arrogant. Because a part of me is kind of rejecting 
you know, people's attention. It's, uh, yeah, it's kind of, I'm redirecting people. Almost making correction. Thank you, Rocky. But it is something that comes with the package. Maybe, maybe as, uh, as my awareness increases, I might, I might start to, to do it more internally, you know? To not have the need to, to voice it out loud. I don't know. So we'll see how long it takes me to go out of Oviedo. And uh, since uh, this is new territory uh, for me here. Okay, hold on a second, I have to look. I'm going to be on this avenue for okay, good. It looks like I'm going to be on this avenue for Anywho, so how's the day been? Uh, well, pretty good. You know, I, uh, I didn't take a break, I think, for like about uh, more than five hours. Getting close to Oviedo when I stopped. A nice picnic uh, table by the water. Kind of organized, you know, a lot of the. The Camino, of course, I had done the wheel. And, uh, yeah, kind of, kind of an old feeling seeing the people walking. And, of course, today was almost everybody was their first day on the Camino. Fresh meat for most of them. That was actually the first Thursday. There could have been people from the Camino of the North. But regardless, that part, you know, from time to time, it's going to be like, uh, it's going to feel a little old. We have a lot of women ahead, I'm not sure. Looks like uh, 15, 20 of them. Not sure which kind of shirt again they are too. Anyway. But it's been a crazy overcast day. I have not worn the hat. No, the sunglasses. So it's been a very, very mild, cool day. And, uh, well, we'll see. So, uh, the forecast has changed. But there is definitely some rain in the forecast. And uh, that's it. The day went nice. And I uh, made a stop by the supermarket here on the way into Oviedo. And I'll get some goodies, but uh, we will be having a communal dinner in Koyoto. Uh, so onward I go. So I should be there in less than an hour. It actually be a late arrival for me. But I'm glad. I'm glad I stopped by uh, to see the lady. Uh, they're really, really sweet. They're really, I think, some people definitely have that hospitality. So when I got them, I'm hearing this group of women. And, uh, yeah, very, very, very sweet. So, you know, recognize me right away. 
when I walked in, even though I'm here now, but I changed my, my beard and cut my hair. Uh, it's been about a week ago. Okay, bye now. that will uh, have a good memory, you know, Sevilla, of course, because of Pilar. Uh, oh, that's something too, she sent me a message, she's in, uh, in Hamilina, so she's going to be on a summer vacation, took her mother there, spent, you know, a vacation by the pool, she uh, can imagine the temperature would be down there, and then, uh, yeah, I thought about her, and I think yesterday, Too, when I was, of course, I replied to my message, you know, and uh, I think before I was thinking, you know, because of you know the fact that on this plane, you know, there is not that reciprocity and synchronicity that it should be, I guess, politically correct to an extent, and I realized, oh, that's it. Like, what I want to tell her is my love, you know, what I, what I write to her, and that's exactly how I'm going to. Because it's exactly how she is. And she's my love. It just is. That's it. I don't need to, uh, yeah, I don't have to sugarcoat everything. And I definitely don't stand the whole political correctness. So. Yeah, not much, not much, because I, I don't want to. I don't want to enter there. Because I realize, well, I know. I know what it means. I know what she means to me. Uh, I don't think I have to push a button here. Yeah, you just see. Let me see. Yeah, there's no button to push. Mm. I'm going to walk in. Anywho. But yeah. So she, she's been she's been on my mind a lot, uh, and it's always sweetness, you know. It's always a, it, it's not even memory now. I don't you know go back to moments I've had with her, uh, but just her image is just lingering, just all around me, you know, quietly hovering over me. She's she's my muse, you know, and uh, she. She's the one who has my heart, you know. And it's just, yeah, it's a reality, you know. It was, it was interesting, you know, with Belen, you know, when I thought that, you know, because of, you know, I shot something for Belen, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to cheapen, you know, what that was. You know, I felt things for her, and I really thought that it, it was something. But uh, the reality is, 
I think I even met the person that we met with. And dating is that possible meaning for me to not be attached that way with it all. Or that I'm connected with Pilar. It just is. You know, and okay, I'm not sad about it. You know, it just is what it is. So, so yeah, she's been, she's been on my mind a bunch. Anyway, but, you know, like I said, no, no nostalgia, no melancholy, there's none of it. I'm not longing to be with her because there is no, there is no, her to long for. And that I'm, I'm fine with it. So, so wherever that's, that connection is at, I don't know. But I just choose to keep believing. And I guess I choose to interpret what I'm feeling in such a way that it just makes sense. There is a connection somewhere, I just don't know where that is. So, I should be on my bunch. Anywho, but like I said, love kisses to Maria Cobadonga. I can say her name so nice now. <laughs> Took me a while. Cobadonga is such a strange sounding name to me. Anyhow, and I'm just, uh, oh, I don't know what that is. Looks like some kind of stadium. <laughs> Never been in part of Oviedo. Anywho, so my friends, I don't know how much battery I have but uh, I think for now that's enough. So where do I go? Feels a little strange. So finished Primitivo, and I'm going back onto the North Camino. I'm doing this stretch I haven't done before. So on that note, I wish you all. A beautiful rest of the afternoon, feeling good, and uh, looking forward to what today has left in store for me. Anyway, love, peace.